<laughs> you done? Yeah. <laughs> Word. So, t- what 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 happened? I have no idea. I just heard the commotion. <laughs> Welcome to Detroit, everybody. Yeah. Talk about my deep. Let's get back to it. I I covered drink away the pain situations because that's your least favorite track on the album. Yeah, I got much to say about that. You see. <laughs> So after that is number 15, Shook Ones Part 2, the first official single released for this album. That's like the pinnacle Mob Deep song right there. But you know what I love about Shook Ones Part 2? What? Like the beat when you listen to it is so simple. Well, from a producer standpoint. But everything kind of was simple back then. But something so simple made something so sonic. What a TLC sample. Yeah. And then on top of that, like I said, the production was so sparse, you had no choice but to focus on the lyrics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness. Like, that's one of the songs that you hear that you still get chills, like you hearing it for the first time. Yeah, like you want to punch somebody in their neck right in yeah. I was about to say, every time I hear that song, you just like, you get in your B-boy stance, you start mean mugging. All that. Bobbing your head. Say, you said what? Bobbing your head real hard. And I was about saying, gangsters don't dance, dog. They just... <laughs> just boogie. Exactly. And <laughs> like, when you think of the pinnacle of New York tracks, like, or just hip-hop in general, Shook Ones Part 2 is always going to be in somebody's top three. Yeah. Always. At, at least top ten mm-hmm. of all time. At least top ten. No matter what era or you know what I mean? And like, even the fact that Eminem used it for the final battle in 8 Mile, for those who've mm-hmm. seen the movie. For those who've seen the movie, that's the um, instrumental that he uses in the last scene of 8 Mile. And like, Everybody I've ever heard freestyle over this track. They usually kill it. It's incredible. From Black Thought to Fabulous to Method Man to, you know, anybody I've ever heard on this song murders it. Even when people sample it, it it even sounds good when they sample this song. I think the best Mob Deep sample ever came from from 112. (laughs) What song? Um, It's over now. And they sampled the Quiet Storm. I don't know if I know that. What the song it's over now on part three? In yeah, my opinion, 112's best album. Yeah, I don't know that one. The video where they were dancing outside the Waffle House. Mm, to I, I, am to go, I am ashamed I, of you right now. I probably know it, but <clears> not something that's sticking out in my memory. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, but Shook Ones Part 2, anytime you think of the pinnacle of not even just New York hip-hop, but hip-hop in general, like even the game freestyled over it, and it was mm-hmm. But, um... That's, that's another song to just be, like, coveted. Exactly. Anything that you're looking for in the infamous, you can find in Shook Ones Part 2. Yeah. And I remember me and you had a phone conversation last year. I was on my way back to the office. And I remember calling you and I said, have you ever heard Shook Ones Part 1? Mm-hmm. 
and none of us has heard it. Yeah. Up until that point, none of us has heard it. Yeah, because I was thinking it was on Juvenile Hell before I heard Juvenile Hell, but it wasn't. It wasn't. And that's why I was like, yo, have you ever heard Shook Ones Part 1? Because even the CD said Shook Ones Part 2, and it wasn't mm-hmm. until years later, I'm just like, yo, have we ever heard Part 1? Is Part yeah. 1 doesn't exist? Like, you know what I mean? So. What's next? Party Over. Party Over. Featuring Big Nord. For the most features on The Infamous. But party over. I mean, it was a good album closer. Yeah, party's not, over. Not one of my favorites, as I did say to you earlier. Not one of my favorites, but it did its job because like, it's it rounded out. Grimier huh? songs too. You said what? One of the more grimier sounding songs. Yeah, it rounded out a well-rounded CD though. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you think about everything that 1995 bought us. The Infamous is always going to be amongst my top. Mm-hmm. And 1995 also bought us a classic movie. Well, yesterday, yesterday was the 25th anniversary of Friday. Mm-hmm. And you gotta understand, I didn't know that. Yeah, you gotta understand, just to think that Friday and the infamous came out in the same week. That Tuesday and that Friday had to be hell. Yeah, somebody got shot. <laughs> Word. <laughs> stabbed or something. Somebody got drunk and fought their baby mama. Right? And man, look. Friday is, and you know, I don't want to make this about Friday. I'm just going to go ahead and say what I got to say about Friday and let that be out. Friday is one of those movies that when I first saw it, I knew it was going to stand the test of time because the replay value was there. Yeah. The first, um, my parents rented Friday, right? And we were out of school for something. My mom and dad said, hey, look, y'all can watch Friday. Woo, 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 right? We watched it about four times, like my parents, you know, four times in the time my parents got back home, you know? Yeah, like Friday, when I rented Friday, or my mother rented it for me, it was like... Back to back to back to back to back. Exactly. And um, I forget what, what it was. I'm not certain if it was spring break, summer break, whatever it was. We just watched that movie every day until it was time to take it back. And this was back when the movie stores was doing week rentals. Mm-hmm. For that week, we wore the fuck out of that tape. <laughs> yeah, that was a big rental right there. That's one of those things like you rent it and rent it again because you want to see it again. Exactly. Or, or either you dubbed it. We used to dub tape. You gotta explain what dubbing is, man. We got a millennial generation. We got a millennial generation. Okay, the way I, you dub I'll explain it. Okay. How you would dub a tape is you would have one VCR, right? Mm-hmm. The VCR is hooked up to the TV, so you bought another coaxial and hooked up another VCR, so that way you can dub what's playing on TV. That's how you used to dub. Huh? I we just used to put it in the back of the. I just I used to go VCR to VCR. Oh, did you? Yeah, because my VCR I had RCA jacks in the back. Okay, so that way you I see how you did it. Yeah. <clears throat> so it'll play, but you're dubbing from the RCA jacks. 
Yeah, and I remember um, what's it called? The, the coax was going to, into the TV, and then the RCA is going to the, the other VCR. Dig it. Yeah. But um, what's it called? I remember my uncle Arthur had Boomerang, Mo Money, and another movie all on the same tape. You know, like yeah, you get six Lethal hours we- worth of tape. I want to say Lethal Weapon. I, want, I think it was Lethal Weapon three or Lethal Weapon four. Well, it had to be three. Yeah, because Lethal Weapon four had Chris Rock in it. I think I had like what did I have on the same tape? <clears throat> I had a lot of shit. We, I used to dub a lot of movies. Like that was my thing. And to get into dub, if <laughs> this is just like going in real deep. If it had the piece broken off on the tape, all you had to do was put a piece of tape over tape that right over piece. It. Yeah. Or either stuff it with like paper or something like that. And that's how when we used to make a little mixtapes, it was a piece that you broke off so nobody would mm-hmm. record over it. Yeah, so like I remember you, I used to sit there and um like give tapes to girls and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Make all these tapes, you know, all these love songs and shit. And I used to put the, you know, take the little tab off of it. Yeah, so that way they couldn't record over it. Word. Because people didn't know about taking that tab off or covering it up. Yeah, a lot, and you know, there was no bigger heartbreak when a girl came to me and said, "Hey, I, that tape that I got, my brother recorded over it, and woo woo woo." Man, fuck yeah. you, brother. <laughs> fuck my tape up. Yeah, fuck your brother. I forgot what, what songs I even put on that bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, Are we going to talk about the bonus tracks and the ex- expanded version? Are you talking about the um, 25th anniversary version? Yeah. Uh, I, was, I wasn't I was going to, but we can. Since it is the 25th anniversary. It is the 25th anniversary. Let's go ahead and talk about it. So, the first track on the bonus version was Shook Wins Part 1. A track that Two Gun and I did not know existed until <laughs> I didn't know it existed until what last Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and um, the thing about it is, the production was very, very, very dark. Like the production on Shook Ones Part One makes Shook Ones Part Two like a children's story. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Like very dark, sonically dark, like grim. So how would you but feel was, about that being on the album? It would have fit the album. Yeah. I don't see why they didn't put it on the album. Even if they, you know, basically, you know, put it in between um what's it called? Even if they put it in between a the infamous prelude. Well, almost mm-hmm. right after Survival of the Fittest. And then go into they, I for They could have put it right after the infamous prelude. They could have, yeah. Mm-hmm. After the infamous prelude, and then um, go with Shook Ones Part Two, and then go with uh, blah, 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 um, I Survival of the Fittest. Yeah. No, I would have moved Survival of the Fittest. And then put it after Survival of the Fittest? No, I would have moved Survival of the Fittest to somewhere else. Oh, all together. I got, I got you. Yeah, I'd have put oh, yeah. Shook Ones Part 1 and Eye for an Eye. But honestly, Somebody lyrically, lyrically was tough. The beat was tough. Everything about that song was rough all around in a good way, that yeah. is. 
that was the the, the mob deep sound I'm looking for. Like no track, no track ever makes you want to go buy a New York Mets hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on my New York Mets hat buying type shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the track after that is the money. Which the, the money? Like, huh? The version two. I wonder what version one is like. Right. Like, and the money wasn't bad though. The money was. You can see why it didn't make the album. Let's say that. <clears throat> I actually wouldn't have minded been on the album. But if that's one of the worst songs that you have. Mm-hmm. You're in good company. Yeah, it's very boring. Right. So wait, it's very boring, but you wouldn't mind it being on the album. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I'll take away uh, "Drink with a Fame." Stop it. Yeah. Q-tip is looking down at you right now, very disappointed. I'll take away "Drink with a Pain." Sorry. And, and Q-tip is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Q-tip. So it's not a it's not a vibrant thing right now. All right, the next track is Lifestyles of the Infamous. And the thing about this track that I love is like even the phone call in the middle, very New York, very street. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The production was on point. And this is one of the songs that I listened to, and I'm just like, this song could have been on the album and it would have fit perfectly. This could have been on Hell on Earth, too. Right, yeah. And I'm not certain if it wasn't added on due to time constraints, if they had to pick a certain number of songs that can go. Because, um, like I said, in 2014, they released the infamous Mob Deep, which was their final studio album. Mm-hmm. And uh, but like even that album had a bunch of outtakes from the infamous. Like even if the infamous was a double disc set, I would not have been mad. I would have nah. been mad at the time. <laughs> Yeah, it just wasn't heard of at the time. Yeah, I would have been mad at the time, but at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to release the 25th anniversary of The Infamous, mm-hmm. all the songs that you had on The Infamous Mob Deep Disc 2 should have been a two-disc set for The Infamous. You could have waited mm-hmm. a few years. Because they all fit. Mm-hmm. And they all had original versions of, you know, some of these songs. So, and the next two songs are Shook Ones Part One and Part Two instrumentals. So, yeah. For it's all just, you, you know. for all you guys looking to make mixtape, please start with Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. You can do either one. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think people could rhyme off Shook Ones Part One anymore. And, Maybe like maybe like a Conway or a Benny the Butcher. Oh hell yeah, Freddie so, Gibbs, something like that. <clears throat> Gibbs is so underrated, and I know we're not making he this is. about Gibbs, but Gibbs is a close descendant of Mob Deep. Yeah. So like, I wanted to bring that up. You know, when we talk about descendants of the Infamous, who do you think the Infamous expi- You know, inspired. Um. Definitely a lot of people from Queens. Um, there was a lot of infa- there was there was a lot of infamous influence on Supreme clientele, in my opinion. <clears throat> you know, it, it's it's hard to say with that because you know, 
<clears throat> you had a lot of groups that come came out that really didn't get no shine that tried to do that grittier, darker sound. It just didn't work. Right, 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 right. No, as far as it working, nobody really did it as good as they did. I see that. You know, it's just a whole different sound. It's it's almost apocalyptic kind of like, especially on the second one. Yeah, and you know, Murder Music was way more polished. It was way more. Well, this is the thing. This is what I always said about murder music. Murder music, you could tell they got a budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the infamous, we're not going to give you X, Y, Z. You're going to have to earn it, right? So they came out the following year after the infamous and did Hell on Earth, right? And it was just like, okay, you know what? You finally earned the budget that you deserve because you recouped our money. You recouped everything. You recouped everything for loud. They probably recouped everything off that first album. They probably did, but you know, yeah, you know, murder music that was just a change in time too. Like you know, shit was changing. <clears throat> well, yeah, you understand. Murder music was released what ninety nine, right? No, was it ninety nine? Hold on, let me look it up. I think it was ninety nine because it was supposed to come out. Yeah, I, but remember it was bootlegged. Yeah. So I don't know what the original version sounded like, if it was that version or or what. <clears throat> no, because they recorded they re-recorded a lot of songs, remember? Yeah, I would like to get my hands on that. Somebody had the bootleg. I might have had it or seen it and didn't buy it. Right. But I know that it was a tape of that floating around. Yeah, 1999, August 17, 1999. Okay. The reason why I remember that so well is because we were just getting back to school mm-hmm. when Murder Music was released. Yeah, I can remember whether it was ninety nine or the end of ninety eight. Yeah, it was ninety nine because we were just getting back to school, mm-hmm. and it was um, our final year of school. That's what I remember about. <clears throat> but what I wanted to do is I wanted to do Mob Monday, where we talk about all you know, all seven of their releases. Mm, okay. So, you know, basically we start with this one right over here. And then we work our way in, you know, actually they Mob Deep has eight releases. We're only talking about seven. <laughs> we might have to talk a little bit about Big Noid and Infamous Mob too. Yeah, because I really don't want to bring up Juvenile Hell. Nah. So the um, it, 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 it's only one song I really like called Juvenile Hell. Uh, hit it from the back. Nah, stomp him out. Okay. <laughs> so really, you know, doom, 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 doom. so we're gonna talk about the infamous. We're gonna talk about hell on earth, murder music, infamy, America's nightmare, um, blood money, and the infamous mob deep. Mm-hmm. Oh, free agents. I mean, if we bring up free agents, you might as well bring up the safest cracked. Also, nah. Uh-uh. Because, <laughs> I mean, because free agents was, you know, what's it called? Just a bunch of songs that they had that never got released. Yeah, but those, some of, that was some of my favorite songs come off the album. Okay, and the free agents I had was a double disc set. Yeah, the other one was uh, the other disc was what was the other disc? Uh, excuse me. 
I didn't mean to yawn. I'm sorry, y'all. What was on that other disc? Hold on. I'm trying to see if I can look it up. I want to say it was some Big Twins song. and I, I... Damn, that's crazy. I can't remember. I didn't have to heard that thing in so long. Right. I want to say it was some freestyles or some other shit, but I, I can't remember what was on that other disc. Right, right. Oh, I showed I showed you already. I found a mob deep disc on Amazon for almost a grand. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And it was just like a compilation album, right? Yeah. Yeah, that brother, whoever that is, like. <laughs> but I read, I read the, I read the comments, and the comments was like, "Oh, this is so worth it." I can't see myself spending a grand on one CD. No. Especially a compilation. Right. You can make your own compilation, goddammit. But Mob, we're going to do Mob Mondays and, you know, and salute a two-gun who does it every week on IG. Every week. So and that's all I play in the house all Monday. I play a lot of odd shit today, dude. For those who don't know, I play Mob Deep on Monday. Dipset on Tuesday. Gotcha. Wu-Tang on who Wednesday. Wu-Tang on Tuesday? Thursday. Dipset. Who on, who on Tuesday? Dipset. Gotcha. I, you know, all right. I'm just going every. I'm going over everything that I listened to today. This is just today on Apple Music. I listened to the infamous 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I put the infamous Mob Deep on my phone because I have a physical copy of the computer. I'm up. I have a physical copy of the disc because it's not on streaming sites. Oh. So I had to put the physical copy on my. On the computer on my iTunes to listen to it. I listen to America's Nightmare. I listen to Infamy. And this is where things take a weird left. I listened to the So Much Better album by Carl Thomas. Before that, I listened to one um one twelve's part three album. And I listened to Super Tight by UGK, Dirty Money by UGK, and Partners in Rhyme, Ray and Ghostface. What was that? Well, it's the Apple Music playlist and Partners in Rhyme. The songs that they got on there is Apollo Kids, Ice Cream, Never Be the Same Again, Flowers, Came, Right Back at You, Ice Water, Glaciers of Ice, Tim Bricks, Wu Gambino, Motherless Child, Penitentiary, Verbal Intercourse, Ragu, Iron Maiden, and Heaven and Hell. Okay. They will listen to some of the stuff that's a little better, but you know. Right, 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 right. So that concludes the mob deep infamous twenty fifth anniversaries, you know. But um, what's it called? I got to do editing in the middle of this show because, like, when you got lost, I went, you know, I went to the bathroom because mm-hmm. I was thinking you were going to be back in time. So right when I came back and I didn't hear you, I just turned the shit off and I'm gonna just fix that shit and edit it. Okay, you know. So I heard a scuffle going on downstairs. Word, word, word. But you know, it's funny because the first silence came when I got a phone call. Mm. So you know, when you get a phone call, it knocks you off. You know, the anchor episode. So I got knocked off the anchor episode. I came back. You know, said I got a phone call and I had to use the bathroom. And I'm not about to take this in there and go take a piss, especially if there's no mute option. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I gotta sit there and meticulously look for that part and fix it and edit it. 
that's, it that's should what, be at the 38 minute 56 seconds mark. You might want to leave it in when, it, when I said it's a fight. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Shit's get, it gets real. Word. Especially in Detroit. Yeah. So, uh, do your final statement. Oh. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Talking hey. about some shit that we talk about all hey. the time. The infamous Mob Deep. Buy Mob Deep. Go check it out. Mob Mondays. And if you ain't heard it, you're late. You're real late. Hey, look, dog. It's good to be 25 years late than not at all. Yeah, 25 years. You know, the bad part about it is there are so many things that I'm like, seriously, this this CD's like 20 years old, and it seems like we haven't even passed that much time. No, not at all. I just let you know how fast time is going. And I let you know how good an album is. Oh, absolutely. And And like I said, that's one that needs to be in a vault. And like I said, this is something that I listen to once a week. So, um, me too, because like, Okay, song off, off. I have a Mob Deep playlist. Right, 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 right. Five call the infamous Mob Deep, <laughs> and that's more of Mob Deep, Big Noise, Infamous Mob. Right, right. If y'all don't know, they all got those dragons on their head. Mob right. Deep. But um, what's it called? Shit, I was about to say something about the rest of piece of prodigy too. Oh yeah. Like honestly, you know, I don't you know, I was gonna end the show, but I will say one thing. Prodigy Prodigy's death is one of the hip hop deaths where I was just like legit sad. Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. <clears throat> I just seen Prodigy and Arby's uh, like two months before that. You said that. Yeah. Sitting there eating me a beef and cheddar, and here he comes. Saying, what's up, P? He's like, what's up, Dunt? Kept it moving. You know? Didn't take a picture. <clears throat> I should have. I wasn't thinking, you know. Well, you weren't thinking that was going to be the last time you saw him either. Yeah. Wasn't thinking like, you know. What well, didn't want to have that fan on it. I know I'm enjoying my food. I got respect for him. Like, he's coming to eat. Probably coming from the studio. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's a person, too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just one of the, you know, when I first heard the news, like, you ever see a news story and you're just like, this can't be real until you open it? Yeah. Like, I've never had a sit-in-my-seat death moment, if that makes sense. Like, where you read something and you have to sit down. I've never had a seat, sit in my seat death moment until Michael Jackson died, mm-hmm. Prodigy died, and uh, blah, blah, blah. This Prince. is going to sound... This is gonna, well, Prince, I, I... I really didn't have a sit in my seat moment with Prince. Mm. But this is going to sound mad weird, but Al Jarreau. I mean, if you're Al Jarreau fan, you're Al Jarreau fan. I am an Al Jarreau fan. Oh, also, Walter Becker. In this love together. (laughs) Also, um, Walter Becker from Steely Dan. I don't even know who that is. Steely Dan is one of my favorite groups of all time. I don't know none of their names. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. That's like seeing the Red Ranger. Which one? (laughs) I know (laughs) Jim. 
when Walter Becker from Steely Dan died, I had a sit down moment. But I remember, I was and I'm at, not too, I'm not too familiar with their music anyway, to be honest. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. But I was at um the mattress store, right? And the alert came, you know, over my phone. Bill, it was Billboard that said, you know, Prodigy, but but I'm Prodigy of Mob Deep dies at 42. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the fuck did he die? And at first they were saying it was sickle cell related. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's mom, the man, he was in the hospital and he choked on eggs. Mm-hmm. The cause of death was um, the cause of death was asphyxiation. And I'm just like. Do you blame the hospital? Do you blame him? Was there nobody in the room with him? Like, how the fuck does this happen? And for anybody who's never fucking choked, sit down. Choking is some scary shit. Yeah. So imagine being sick, not feeling well, and laying down and choking. Right. You know, because the worst choke I ever had was, you know, you're eating. Chinese rice, and it has the little vegetables. It has little pieces of meat. Yeah. Every now and then, you're thinking it's rice, so you're not chewing it as well as you should, and a piece of meat goes down with the rice. Oh. That's the most scariest feeling in your life, having to wait until that piece of meat goes down. Goes down. <laughs> yeah. You can't drink anything because you don't have enough air to to push it down. You know what I mean? If that right. makes sense. No, it does. Like so I think, is it, it, that's a scary situation. And I think the worst situation I've ever had was me and two gun were on the phone the other day and I took a sip of water and it went down the wrong pipe. Two gun had to end the phone call. <laughs> like, yeah. like get yourself together. Like it was some mad awkward shit. <laughs> and choking on water is no comparison to choking on a piece of food. You no, might think just cause it's a, just cause the egg is soft. No. Nah, if it can obstruct your airway, shit. Yeah. And I've been in the house by myself and have been choking and, and like the fear comes out of you. Right. The only thing you could try to do is wait till it goes down, which is extremely painful because you can barely breathe. Try to right. breathe it down, try to drink it down, or try to throw up. And in and, and that moment, it, it, you just can't figure out what to do. You know what I mean? Right, so, and you know that's got to be one of the worst ways to go out, dog. I say the worst ways to die would be choking, drowning, fire, and drowning. Yeah, three worst ways because those are things where you feel, oh shit, mm-hmm. I'm about to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, shout out to P, one of my favorite MCs of all time. It used to be my what? favorite. <clears throat> I see that, and you know, um, we 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 might as well cover um, solo albums also. Uh, man, that that should be a show all on itself. Okay, peace. What P and Havoc solo albums? Yeah, because P got uh, Return of the Mac, H and I C, H and I C Part Two, H and I C Three. Right. The hella, hella. How do you say it? Heligian dialect? That was his last one, right? Yeah. Okay. And who, wait, who produced that one? I can't remember. Because I know I had a solo produce, um, hold on. 
It, it, there's a lot of people who produced on there. Hold on, let me look at that. I think Beat Butcher, Alchemist. Um, oh, we forgot the Bumpy Johnson album. Yeah, you could you could include that. So um, that was digital mi- release, I believe. We're missing Albert Einstein with um his collaboration album with the Alchemist. But then again, what's it called? Return of the Mac was, Yeah, Return of the Mac was with the Alchemist also. Yeah, but that was an official release. Right, 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 right. right. My, that might be my favorite Prodigy solo album. Which one? Return of the Mac. Is it? Yeah. They got my I favorite would... Prodigy song on there. I would have never guessed that, though. My favorite Prodigy song of all time is Mac 10 Handle. No, that's the one. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, but, but, but Rotten Apple was on that track. You do, you do. Yep. I could, I could relate to Max and Handle. And you said, you said that on the show before. Yeah, like that's my song. Like within one of the last ten shows. Yeah. Word, word, word. Because I'm a solitary person, I'm alone most of the time. You know, not on purpose, but that's just me. Shit happens though. Yeah. All alone in my hot ass room, smoking dope, loading bullets in my clip for you. Yeah, the Bumpy Johnson album was um a digital only release, so yeah, that might not. Yeah. Count. We could talk about it. Yeah, that might not count at all. No, if you ain't heard it, go listen to it. And but you know what's but you know what's funny though. Well, um, the Heligan dialect. Um, I listened to the year he died. Mm-hmm. Well, it came out the year he died. So, but um, I think I listened... it came out. In yeah, it March came out April. In... He died. In... It, it well, it says it came out in January. Oh, okay. But um, when I listened to it, I've only listened to it once. The day it came, um, the day it mm-hmm. came out. But I'm thinking about revisiting it now because I'm on Wikipedia and I said it was political and conscious hip hop. Well, you know, Prodigy switched his style up after after returning to Mac. Uh-huh. He got more political and open. Like if you listen to H and I C two, that's when you really start to realize he's talking about, you know, even back then when he said Illuminati want my my soul and my body. That was what yeah. ninety That was ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. And people didn't catch it then, they didn't think about it. But you know, he actually thought like that. His thought process was bigger than what he put on paper. And right. then even when you listen to Hell on Earth, some of the stuff comes out. You just got to catch it. You wasn't thinking about it back then. Right. But then, you know, after H&IC, it's a lot of, you know. No, H&IC, the reason why I love that as a solo album, like I said, we'll talk about it when we do the show, is because, you know, when you separated Prodigy from his partner in rhyme, mm-hmm. he seemed more focused, more solid. You know, no offense to Havoc, but, you know, I think what he realized is, yo, I'm not just carrying 16 bars, I'm carrying 32. Yeah. So Shout out to get... Havoc. I think Havoc started his solo career a little too late. I'd agree. I would I would have liked to hear have a solo joint in between ninety seven and two thousand. 
Right, right, right. You know, because HNIC came out in uh, 99? Yes. No, um, no, came out in 2000. 2000. But I remember the uh, the advertisement for it back in 99. Right, 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 right. But yeah, I guess we can do closing words again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the advertisement was was inside the murder music cover. Right. Uh, Prodigy, so peace, Dolo joint coming soon. So, closing words again. My Beat Monday. Go listen to him. Word, word, word. And if you could find my murder music, the movie, check that out. That's an underground classic to me. Ain't the best movie in the world, but you ever seen murder music? No. Okay, if you could find it, get it. I had it. Did somebody borrow it? Shit came missing, like the killer tape. I don't know. Like I said, honestly, I go to eBay and Amazon a lot, so mm-hmm. I'm most likely be able to find it there. Hopefully, if hopefully, you can, let me. Hopefully, not for no damn nine hundred and change, though. It might be. Uh, it might have a little price on it, but if it's anything under forty. You know, I'd get it. Uh, so far, I see murder music starring Nas, the movie. Yeah, Nas was in it. Havoc, Prodigy, Nas, and Big Noid. It was really about Big Noid and um, Godfather Part Three from Infamous Mob. So, do you know how much it costs? How much? Fifty three eighty nine. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, let me see if I can find that on eBay real fast. <laughs> I can't remember where I got mine from. I want to say Sam Goody uh-huh. or Manifest or something like that. <clears throat> All right, so let me tell you how much it is on eBay. On eBay, I got to send you this so you know I'm not bullshitting. Lord have mercy. They got it for $25. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but how many copies they got? Uh, I have no idea, but I'm about to send you the screenshot of that dog. Since you never seen it, I would say if you want it, get it. No, because they got one. You can buy the one for twenty one dollars. I buy the one for twenty five. Okay, it's on eBay, though, right? Yeah, it's on eBay. Brand new or used? Um, these are um pre owned. <clears throat> Hopefully, no. The, um, the one that's brand new. Is twenty one thirty. Okay. Like I said, not the best movie in the world, and it had two productions. So the first part of the movie, I think, was done in ninety nine, uh, and the second part was done in two thousand two thousand one. Because they had the halt production for some reason. You know, they did it out of pocket. Right, right, word, word, word. So you could kind of see the difference. Like, Noid is a little fatter. He's a little older. But it was still good. But I'll buy it. Good class. Without it, murder music. That's, you know, that type of thing. I'll buy it because I'm a collector. You know this. Yeah. You're not going to be disappointed. Don't worry. Word, word, word. But don't be expecting Scorsese. No, dog, you forgot. I sat through all of them. I got the hookup, so we good. Yeah. <laughs> and the soundtrack that would have been the soundtrack to it would have been dope. Word. 
would have been dope. Don't know why it ever came out, but the songs that played doing there that was supposed to be the soundtrack were, were dope. TikTok actually was on there. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was supposed to be on the Murder Music soundtrack. So, I guess I'll do my closing statements now. <laughs> yes, yeah, since I did like two of them. <clears throat> I'm Digger Jones. That's Two Gun Tony. And this was Digging Two Guns News and Views. This is the Mob Deep infamous 25th anniversary edition. Shout out to Friday, also doing his 25th anniversary. Uh, let's see. Other than that, I think we're good. Shout out to Georgia for opening up Georgia and exposing people to the COVID-19. Oh, Lord, let's not talk about that. Fuck that. Stay in your fucking houses, y'all. Yeah, don't listen to these crackers. Stay in your houses, please, and thank you. Because while y'all outside, them politicians is in their house. And even when they open the state back up, stay in your house for another week just to make sure to wear, you know, to wear those contract shit first. For real. This, 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 everybody can catch it. But you better believe that the, the, they are a lot more comfortable than we are. Word, son. It's about a dollar to them. It's only about a dollar. They do not care about you getting going to work and making money. They want you to spend your stimulus check. Word. Also, oh, oh, also, big up, big up in prayers to my man Scarface. Yeah. He's on dialysis now after, you know, COVID-19. Yeah, like, you know, serious. Everybody, please take take care. Eat good. <clears throat> Try to stay home as much as possible. Word. If they open your state up and they still got cases, stay home. Please and thank you. Please. Like, staying home could not only save your life, you're saving everybody else. <clears throat> yeah. On some real shit. Just think about it. It all started at one person and Look at this. You know. <clears throat> you know, one thing, and I don't want to keep going, but one thing that amazes me, it started with one person, right? And this yeah. shit spread like the Australian wildfire, dog. It did. And then on top of that, this news had became so brief, you know, and so hectic that we forget that Australia is still on fire. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's because all you've been hearing about is COVID-19. And fuck 45, yeah. by the way, y'all. Yep, that's all we're going to say. Fuck 45. No, I'll say it. I don't care if this mm-hmm. show gets flagged, dog. No, I don't mean, you know, everybody know who that is. Yeah, fuck 45. I'm not saying his name. You don't gotta, no. You're telling people to inject fucking chemicals in their body and... Right, like, that's that's just crazy. Even to say that you're being sarcastic... And then on top of that, you said there should be a way that we could put a UV light inside somebody's body so we can kill the nigga, please. <clears throat> Even if you think something stupid like that, please don't say it on public. Right. You know, I, it's just, yeah. I think we can say 45, dog, because last time we mentioned this nigga's name, the show was flagged and taken down. <laughs> really? Yeah, you don't remember that? Uh, what was it? This is about almost two years ago, dog. Oh, you talking about the show, the, the episode? I don't remember what episode it was, but I remember getting a note from um, Anchor saying that you know we're on the brink of suspension because we said this dude's name. Yeah, we were saying some shit though. Yeah, we've grown up a little. Yeah, in public speaking. 
You said what? Only in public speaking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll curse that nigga out on the phone, though. Yeah. Real talk. And that ain't too good either. <laughs> yeah, they probably listening to that, too, nigga. Next thing you know, they coming to my house talking about, do you not like 45? Word. Like, yeah, if I could put it on. Yeah. Word. Oh, shit. Speaking of which, let me end this with a story. <clears throat> okay. You remember Clifford Parker back in high school, dog? Yep. My brother told me the funniest shit ever. So this is after oh. we got, this was after we got out of high school. Clifford was older than us, but still going to that school. I don't. Yeah, he was. He was. A, he was a tad bit older. Yeah, which is beyond me. So my brother said this nigga Clifford wrote a letter to the White House saying he wanted Bill Clinton dead. My brother said the Secret Service came into school, snatched his ass up. They didn't see this nigga for three months. And when he came back, <laughs> he said this nigga wasn't the same at all. <laughs> Word. And then on top of that, you got to remember, he was a special needs kid. Was he? Yeah. <clears throat> Clifford Parker. Oh, my God. We could do a whole show on Clifford. We could. <laughs> Clifford used to live two blocks away from me. I got. Oh my god! I got so many stories about this nigga dog. I got one story about Clifford. Go ahead and tell me. Me and my homeboy, me and my homeboy Jamie, we uh leaving from school. School was this one. We lived in College Park. School was less than a mile away. Sometimes we walk. Sometimes we get a ride. You know, sometimes we ride the bike. Right. This particular day, I think we were. Riding with somebody, and we went to eat the Burger King or Taco Bell after school. So we're coming back home a little later. It's probably like 4.30 on a Friday. As we're coming back home, Clifford is walking back to the direction of school. Jamie says, where you going, Clifford? Clifford says, to the game, man. And we just bust out laughing. (laughs) It's 4.30, and he said, I'm going to the game. Like, the game don't start till 8 o'clock. Like, where you going? That was like the you would have had to been there, four thirty in the <laughs> afternoon. And he said, "I'm going to the game, man." He said, "Just like that, going to the game, man." <laughs> we just bust out we bust out laughing immediately, and they just keep on. We I, we must have laughed about fifty minutes. Like, <laughs> I know I pissed on myself. Yo, so <laughs> one more story about this nigga. So I was in class. I forget who I was sitting with. And um, we were talking about our age because I, I think he was one year older than us. Because um, what's it called? Um, we we're talking our age, and I forget who I was talking to. And we we're just like, you know, he's like, "How old are y'all?" And I was like, 15. And the other dude's like, "15." And he's like, "I'm 16, motherfucker." <laughs> and all I could think was reading out about woo. And I would sit there and go to this kid. I'd be like, "I'm 16, motherfucker." Sixteen, motherfucker. <laughs> this is this this is another thing I don't know. Like he used to like pennies. What? Yeah, I don't know if you ever remember this. Like you know, if he saw a penny, he would pick it up. No, I don't remember that. So after a while, people started noticing he would just be looking for pennies or any kind of change, like around the soda machines in the hallway during lunchtime. So people would just start throwing pennies at him. Like they just throwing them in the air, making noises. Not exactly at him, 
but they're throwing him to where he's hearing the shit hit the ground like shells, and he's going for the pennies. What? I don't know how you missed that. Maybe you didn't have our lunch, but he had my lunch. Nah, because um, well, maybe I, I had three lunches at this point because I think I had uh, study long. Every year, um, I used to have A block lunch because I remember there was A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. I used to have A block up until my final year where I had C. This would have been the final year. So I had C block lunch. But you stopped going there at a certain point. I did. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so this might have been around that time. For those who don't know, I stopped going to school altogether. Go there in the morning and, and then, I'd be there right back in time just to get, um, get on the bus. <laughs> And not to keep speaking on Clifford, but he had a brother named James. James. <laughs> yeah. I swear to you, he was a serial killer. James, James had these Miles Davis dark sunglasses. He had the tinted glasses. <laughs> the tinted. And the thing about it was, they weren't these transition glasses. He wore sunglasses in school. Yeah, they were. They were <clears throat> aviator prescription. Glasses. Yo, um, what's that called? Remember the Eddie Murphy? Brown, remember the Eddie Brown <laughs> Remember the Eddie Murphy skit? Um, what's it called? The guy who shot Buckweed, John Stutz. Mm. He had the John Stutz face. <laughs> and, and and it wasn't like tinted all the way through. It was like a gradual tint. It went from light <laughs> to real dark to the top. Right. <laughs> so he would look through the light part that was closer to the nose. You know what I mean? And this nigga never smiled. This nigga never smiled. He never smiled, and he used to follow us home because I told you he lived two blocks. Right. So we would try to dip. We would try to dip on him. Dip on him. Like, this nigga was like Urban Commando. <laughs> we'll just be walking, and all of a sudden, he'll be like two steps behind us. Yo. I don't know. Yo, and the thing about it was me and James had a class, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there was a guy in my class named Robbie Kirk. I will never forget this, right? So, uh-huh. so me and Robbie Kirk, we're sitting there like jigging and vibing the ghetto D out of all CDs, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, James just wanted to fit in. He was just like, you know, what do you guys? But he was a serious. He was just like, what are you guys listening to? Very low tone, right? I said, oh, mm-hmm. we're listening to Master P. Do you want to hear it? So he listens to it for a little bit, right? And he breaks this half smile. And the half smile mm. is more sinister than anything I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was a rape. It was a, for better terms, it was a rape smile. He had this half smile. And I was just like, yo, like, this is mad awkward, man. Like, it was just, yeah. Dude, dog, no. And the, and the more awkward thing about those two, they called each other by their middle names. I didn't even know their middle names. Uh, James' middle name was Amir. Clifford's middle name was something. I can't remember, but they used to call each other by their middle that name. That is so mad weird. <clears throat> yeah, that's like, they were like the weirdest Tweedledee and Tweedledum you ever seen. Yo, that's just mad awkward, though. And Clifford was stronger than a <clears throat> I believe, yo, no, I believe that shit. Yo, remember the time, but yo, he, remember the time he shook, um, he didn't know yo, remember the time he shook the soda machine and soda started coming out the bottom? He used to punch the soda machine. Yo. But 
True to life story. One day, true to life story. And I hate to run the show any longer than what it has to be. I think it took its dollar. The soda machine took its dollar, right? This motherfucker grabs it by the top and like does this one hard shake. And then out of nowhere, all you hear is soda rolling Mm -hmm. on the ground. And the machine is like pried open. It came to the point where if you didn't have no money and you wanted a soda, Clifford would shake the machine and get you a soda. Like, it was so mad awkward. And, like, the machine was, like, pried open on the side, but it wasn't broken, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But people were, like, like three sodas fell, and people were reaching their hands inside and pulling sodas out, like, risking yeah. electrocution and, you know... Amputation. Words. And nobody even yeah, in the bad part about us, nobody even stitched this nigga out. Because <laughs> he was a weak, he was special needs. Nobody and he went out for the he went out for the football team in eleventh grade. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. I wasn't there, but I had a lot of football player friends. He went out for running back. The running back coach said, Clifford, show me your pocket, which meant you're cradling the football by your stomach. Clifford pulled out his pockets. This nigga. <laughs> we can do a whole episode on the special needs people in yeah. Stratford, dog. Because one day, I don't know how this came up, but he wanted to like fight in his front yard. Fight who? You know what I mean? Me. Oh, shit. He didn't really want to fight, but he was mad about something. And he was like, he wanted to fight in the front yard. And I said, Clifford. I know you're strong and all that shit, but I'm telling you straight up, no lie. I'm nice with my shit. I'm like, I got belts and trophies and all that shit. This nigga started doing the most karate kidish shit ever. He kept missing, kept missing, kept missing, kept missing. To the point, he jumped up in the air, like 20 feet up in the air, and I just kicked the shit out of him. He He flew back at least five feet. This was some movie shit. I can't even make this up. I didn't even kick him to hurt him. But you know, something's moving and you hit it, it's gonna fly. Yeah. He flew back five. You gotta feet. give him a warning. Like, he he flew back five feet like he was on wires. <laughs> and then he just said, "I'm sorry, man. I don't know what was wrong with me. I was having a bad day." And I'm like, "I understand, Clifford, but you know." Don't and that's the way he talked too. Yeah, it was it was the craziest thing. Jamie, my f- best friend, Jamie was there too. <laughs> And and James is there like James is there like whatever his middle name was, he was like, get him, get him, get him, get him. And the bad part about it is James never spoke. No, he didn't. And like I said, the day he asked to listen what we were listening to, I don't know if he was breaking his guard down, whatever, whatnot, but me and Robbie Kirk were surprised that he even says shit to us. Yeah. Was Clifford not in our world geography class? I think he might have been. Yes, he was. I believe yes, so. He was. Yeah, because he wasn't all the way special needs. Let's get this straight. He was, okay, wait um, a minute. When he said, I'm 16, motherfucker, was I relaying that to you or? I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> like I, said, I knew it was somebody. I just can't put my finger on who. It might have been you. It might. It might have been, and this is my first year at this school. Okay, yeah, that's it. Might have been you. Yeah, because if he was, if I'm doing, we would have been fifteen. If I'm doing Wu Tang Reunited, yeah, it it had to be you. 
because you would have been 15 and I would have still been Correct. 14 because I didn't turn 14 until September, 15 until Correct. September. <clears throat> so, yeah. Like I said, he wasn't baking no cookies or nothing, but he just needed extra help. So he would take regular classes with people right. and then he would take his work to a class to Let's get Let's just help. say he wasn't the coldest beer in a six-pack, but he wasn't lukewarm. No. And it was a couple other people that was in that class. Abel Bugs was in that yep. class. Yeah, yeah, same class. <laughs> you know, it was the, the the kids who couldn't really speak in English, they were in the class And Brian Glover so. was in the class also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sounds like some bad blood there. A female I dated was in the class. Not going to say her name. Shout out to her. Yeah, she was very cute in high school. Damn. I'll tell you I'll tell you her initials, J.R. I know who you're talking about, short. Yeah, look like little Kim in yep, high school. I already know who you're talking about. Yeah. Shout out to her, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was my little girlfriend. Even though I heard she was a whore. Yo, after high school, dog. She got, Shit went she down. got more hot dogs and Dairy Queen. But she looks good now, though. Huh? She looks good yeah, she now. Looks comfortable now. Yeah, she's pretty. She's, she's she's pretty. She pretty decked up. Yeah, she looks comfortable now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she was kind of bad in high school, though. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to her too. Yeah, she was trying to take my virginity. I believe that. Yeah, I was a little nervous about it. I think she was just she was just like that though. She didn't know any better. She's like, "Why haven't you tried to fuck me yet?" The, the island will bring it up. Like, the island will bring it out of you. <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna leave that at that. So we, <laughs> this is the longest ending of a show ever. Yeah, you, we're already at an hour after you the know cutoff. What I'm, gonna do? I'm gonna go ahead and mark this a part one and part two show. Okay. So, that way I can release part one today and I'll just go ahead and release part two tomorrow. So that way we're not giving people an hour and 40 minutes worth of shit. Yeah, because we went all the way off word, word. But once you brought up Clifford, that shit just brought back so many minutes. Word. <laughs> and I honestly remember the whole President Clinton thing. I remember it. I don't know if we were still there. No, I don't I don't think no, because Mark said this was when we were um I was out of high school because Mark told me when I was in job corps about this. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we were out of school. But he lived in your name. And I heard about um, it. No, you were in Sangria at this point in time. But yeah, I was already in Sangria. But, but bad news travels fast, though. So I, I believe you heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely heard right. that. So, And I was like, wow, I believe it. It, it wasn't like, no, he didn't do that. I, I honestly believe it. Exactly. <laughs> But again, it's not even I believe. I, I'm like, yeah, he did that. He did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's one of those things. If somebody tell you something, you'd be like, yeah, he did that. All right, but I, before I go, I just want to say one more thing. My brother said when this nigga came back, this nigga had a James Brown perm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember that too. Because we still used to actively go to the football games. After Word, we, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, and I remember, 
He had he had a little slick situation going on. <laughs> and the Jays Brown <laughs> And another crazy thing, he would always sit on the opposing team side. Why? I have no idea. But he always sat on the on the on the opposing team James side. James and Clifford, if you guys are out there. Please don't rape nobody. Please don't kill nobody. You know, if you're not in a federal penitentiary right now for doing that, God bless you. Jesus Christ, man. Like, talk about blast from the fucking past. You know what I mean? Right. I always wanted to see what their parents looked like. You know what? I, I, I don't have an answer for that. I don't know. I don't even know if they had parents. That is so mad weird, though. Because they were, they lived, because they never cut the grass. <laughs> What kind of kids ain't cut grass, nigga? That shit, ones that don't have parents. Oh, shit. <laughs> one, one more thing. Did you see who's going to be on Versus next? No. 3-6 Mafia and Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay, I could see that. <clears throat> and remember, they used to have beef They used even, to with each other at a point in time. And even though I like Bone Thugs and Harmony better... Three Six Mafia is a clear winner. We'll see about it during versus. Because they, I want to say, Bone Thugs and Harmony has two great albums and one good album. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> After that, it was up and down. That's true. Down. That's true. You know, they had good solo albums, but the group albums never had the same. It never had the same spark, especially after Dizzy started. You know. Get a little off the off the wall with his, his with his drinking, yeah. Shout out, yeah, his drinking and his just talking. Shout out to Crazy Bone, one of the few artists that actually one of the only artists that worked with Big Pun, Eazy-E, Tupac, and the Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, shout out to all of <clears> words. So. But other than that, I've been trying to end this show forever. I'm Dickie Jones. That's two guys, yeah. Tony. We've already given our closing statements. We already bought the Parker Brothers into this motherfucker. <laughs> the Parker Brothers. <clears throat> Going to the game, man. <laughs> I'm 16, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Good God. night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>